Hello and welcome, and welcome back to an episode of Styles Clashing. I'm your one of your co-hosts, as always, Alan. Join with me as Merge, as always. How you doing, my friend? Uh, I'm still, I am still kind of sore and and hoarse from uh, from Friday. All uh, right, no if, need to if, if you guys don't remember, I do live in in Denver, um, and a certain wrestling show was also in Denver on Friday, and I, I don't know, a couple of things happened, I guess. Nothing important. <laughs> There was an Oscar, Oscar Bailey had a match. That's pretty good. Oh, you know, LA Knight <laughs> beat the Miz. Yep. He Rey Mysterio got called out. Yep. John Anything Cena was there. Happened? John Cena was Anything there. Else <laughs> Anything else important happened? Merge. Uh, uh, Grayson Waller got called Kangaroo Jack by Jimmy. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that, that, that was pretty. You know, I, I like Jimmy as a heel. I can't lie. He, he's. It, it kind of reminds me of like a, what Roddy is right now. He it's not as yeah. whiny as Roddy, but it's like kind of as pathetic as Roger Strong. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for those of you, you know who who are who are get, getting at what we're hinting at, there was a huge, 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 huge return on Friday night, namely one The Rock. You know. Absolutely. I mean, there was rumors that floating around that that he might be there, but I just took those rumors as he was going to be backstage because he Me was too. in Denver. Me too. I didn't yeah. think he'd actually like make an appearance. And it didn't even and, click with me when Pat came out that that he could be out there. Oh man! Because I, I, I was like, because oh yeah, Pat obviously, obviously Pat's here. He he has college game day, and then and then when. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we'll talk about more when we run down with the SmackDown, say a SmackDown, but it was my, surreal. <laughs> my God, like, did you feel how I felt when John Cena popped up out of nowhere at Money in the Bank? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Because I was kind of the only stunned. company I have in the past few months. Yeah, pretty much. Because it was legit a surprise. Like, it wasn't like The Rock's definitely going to be on this show. Yeah, there was a few rumors. Fightful talked about it. It was, it was it was very similar to what what happened with Cena at Money in the Bank. There were rumors mm. that Cena was going to be there, but no, nothing like too big. And then for him to to do all his catchphrases, oh, I bet you were loving it, man. I, I'm not gonna lie, I popped a little when Theory hit him with the "It doesn't matter." That popped me. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and I'm sorry for the American American viewers who had to watch it at home because from what i understand it was completely butchered uh by fox but man that whole you are an asshole thing was was perfect <laughs> yeah no i can imagine that that was it looked incredible even though like it was butchered over here as well we essentially i think it was the same broadcast um even though it was butchered over here you could tell that the crowd were absolutely we could hear the crowd we just couldn't hear the rock doing it i so, i saw like clips i saw clips of like people reacting to it with the crowd like being that like, you can hear them but but the rock was being muted a, a yeah. few times but i know there was some in america that was like the crowd was compl- it was like muted essentially for like two minutes no 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 the um the crowd in england you could absolutely hear very clearly it was yeah. just the mic cut off and to be fair I get it. As long as I could hear the crowd, that's all I cared about. Like, honestly, that's legitimately. 
that was the main thing, which which pissed people off over yeah. over in the states. Which m- maybe they could have saved this for like a, a segment at on a pay per view, maybe. But like, I don't know. It was, it was like the stars kind of aligned for the moment, you know. Realistically, are you going to get Rock to go to Indianapolis in three weeks' time? No, no. I, I I'm I doubt you, you you'll even get him to like Saudi Arabia for crown jewel or something no even even Unless, maybe even chicago for like <laughs> survivor series which we'll talk which is a great segue into our first our first topic but we had to we had to lead off with with mm. merge being in smackdown mm. he had great seats as well by the way guys he had yeah. awesome seats and yeah wow i, I can't <laughs> get over that thank god for Dion sanders eh like thank thank you Dion. Coach Prime, man. <laughs> Hashtag thank you, Prime. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, let, let's get on to um, what I think has dominated the headlines in the wrestling world the past few weeks up until this point. Yeah. is the whole CM Punk all in, all out. Um, brawling. Brawling. <laughs> brawling. Let, let, let's, call it, let's call it by its official name. But then obviously, like a few hours before collision, not even a few hours, it was like, 30, 40 minutes before collision. Oh yeah, it, it was like an hour or two before collision, something like that. Yeah, but it was it, it was a short amount of time. People, I assume, were already getting into the arena at that point. Yeah, they get the news that CM Punk has been fired with cause, terminated with cause by AEW. Um, let, should we break it down from the start? Um, you know, just this incident, and then we can talk about CM Punk as a whole. Yeah. So apparently this whole thing stemmed from CM Punk and Jack Perry backstage. CM Punk gave him some words of advice from everything. You know, there are different versions, but I'm I'm essentially going off, you know, taking both sides of the story and trying to like yeah. find middle ground. And mm-hmm. then I feel like I feel like the truth somewhere in between there, to be honest with you. Um so apparently Punk was trying to give Perry some advice instead of using real glass. To use fake glass, which, to be honest with you, I think is sound advice. If, if anyone remembers when Goldberg punched a punched a um a car window, he had to go to the hospital because he cut his hand so bad. He cut his hand so bad. He almost he almost had permanent nerve damage in his hand. Mm. Yeah. So like, there is a reason why CM Punk told Jack Perry that. I don't think he yes. was going from a bad place. Um, no. Legitimately, don't because that. Like from everything we heard from Punk since he came back this second time around, he's been a lot, lot more. Um, I don't want to say welcoming, but like open to you know working with people. There hasn't really up until this point there had been nothing really major about Punk. Like in the in the dirt sheets, I don't want to call them dirt sheets because I feel like people like Sean Ross Sapp really do a great job. But do you know what I mean? In the wrestling, like you know, rumors here. Seemed like everything was pretty rosy on that. Well, side. Th- there was the stuff with like Ryan Nemeth, and there was the stuff with um with uh, Christopher Daniels that, that that they both got kicked out because yeah. of Punk, and there was the the Hangman Adam Page uh post post show uh post show promo thing that that Punky yeah. he essentially called him a, a that he was saying that his his uh like dolls were saw on the show because he doesn't move mm-hmm. move merchandise or something. There was that kind of stuff, but like. A set of somewhat normal sort of stuff, you know. Yeah, nothing, nothing too bad. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the people who were on collision apparently had no problems with punk. 
everyone was really, you know, which I think helped that he surrounded Punk with people that like him and he likes F- them. FTR, House of Black, Ricky. Joe. Joe, yeah. You know, those guys. And then we get to All In. And, you know, obviously I was there. I was right next to this. I, I, I was like 10 meters away from all this happening, apparently. The I wild. guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just one curtain behind me and, you know, and Tony Khan almost firing, according to his statement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. I had to. Like, ooh. come on, TK. Like, there is. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, so Jack Perry and Hook have a match. I thought it was a very good match. I thought really enjoyable. I love the car spot. Hook looks look. Hook is essentially a skinny version of Taz. Yeah, like in every facet, you know. And, and live, it was a very good match. But obviously, because we're in the arena, we can't hear what Jack Perry said to the camera. Yeah. Um, when he does a suplex onto the windshield of the car, he goes real grass, Crimea River which obviously is a shot at what CM Punk said to him. And then there, there's a lot of conflicting accounts here um, about what happened backstage, but the crux of it is Punk confronts Perry about what he said. Now, I don't know whether Perry took the first push or punch or swing. I, 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 I don't know. But essentially, it ended with a confrontation, a bit of a brawl, yeah. and... From all accounts, Punk came out the better of the two. Yeah, he. No. I think. I think the, the the overarching one was that he got him into like a chokehold, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what basically every side has said mm-hmm. in that. Um, then Perry was sent home or sent out of the arena because they were in London. Mm-hmm. Um, Punk apparently wasn't going to go wrestle. That was when Joe came and talked to him, and obviously Joe and Punk are friends. And yeah. when Punk realized that he didn't want to let his friend out, I get it. Like, why he went out and wrestled there. I'm glad he did personally. You know, being yeah. CM Punk, it's pretty cool. I cannot lie to you. I think it's, you know, yes. it's a bucket list <laughs> thing, right? Like, of course. You know, and um, they had a really good match, to be fair mm-hmm. to them. I thought, I told you, I really enjoyed that match. Great yeah. opening to the card. Um, and then, we get, you know, he goes back. He gets sent out, I think, as well by Tony Khan after the match. He's told to leave. And then, you know, you keep on getting these rumors day in, day after, all in. People like me and you start calling it brawling, you know, <laughs> with marks. You know, so we might go all out. Yeah. And um, then after all that, on Saturday, the Sunday before all out, which I want to talk about as well because. Who the hell decided to have two pay-per-views one week after the other? What a stupid decision that is, by the it's way. It's going to stay as a thing, especially because of how, how good All Out ended up being. It's going to stay a thing, you know? You can have All In and All Out. Just make them a month separate. Yeah. Like, that's the way I look at it. Especially when it sounds like they're going to a 12-pay-per-view a, a year format. It, like, it makes the most sense. Yeah, just have it a month, like four weeks. Unless you unless you can somehow put it like like a mania night one and a mania night two, but like if all in is always going to be in the UK, there's going to be some upset people who won't be able to wrestle in the UK. You know, 
and it, I find it hard unless and you're Sanzo doing like as well. Unless you're doing like a multiple part like story or multiple part match or something where like you know it's a number one contendership match, and then and then the 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 championship matches and then but then like your world champion isn't gonna wrestle. I find that hard to believe. Like yeah. because this will probably be a bigger show of the year. All in. All like, I think all in will always be the bigger show, especially if it's gonna be in the UK and at a and at Wembley every year. It'll it'll just be just by numbers the big the bigger show. Which you know and it'll feel bigger because it's in the UK. So I mean And it's a stadium show and there's you know, seventy thousand plus there. It it's stuff like that matters. And, and obviously it like it worked out for the best at all out. You had three matches on that card. Oh, right, for- Legit match of the year contenders with uh, OC versus Mox and Ricky versus Danielson, which holy shit, man, yeah. that Ricky Danielson match. And then Omega Takeshita, like those are three absolutely out of this world matches. Yeah, absolutely. So it worked out Agreed, for them, yeah. but it just like going into it, it felt like a like an ROH card or something, you know? Like you had you had MJF and Cole wrestling the, the Dark Order, like. Like, I don't know, like, like, no disrespect to, you know, the Dark Order, but, like, Cole and MJF are your biggest acts yeah, in, in your company right now, you know? They should be on every single show at the moment. Yes, they should. they should be on. But, like, so, I was, so then, that Saturday of Collision, doesn't matter what the time, for, just slightly before, people were already entering the arena, Tony Khan an AEW release a press statement saying that they have terminated CM Punk with cause. Mm-hmm. Um, then he comes out and does a bit of a um, an amble to the crowd before the taping starts. The collision. Uh, the crowd were not happy by all accounts. Yeah, you know, It's Chicago. Like Before we talk about whether it's right, there is a part of me that thinks, yeah, the crowd know that Punk's not going to be there, but surely... You wait till Monday to make that announcement. So I wonder if, if it had anything to do, and maybe I'm just maybe this is just pure speculation, but like, does do did do they like have an idea that Punk may have gone is gonna be going to WWE, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and did that have something to do with it? Did they not want like did they just not want the crowd to expect Punk to come out and then be mad when he doesn't? Like and again, it seemed like they weren't missing Punk at all out at the actual show, which, you know, that's fair. But I don't know. It just seemed very odd at the time, especially because it sounded like it, it split the the locker room as well for the, for the, yeah. that day at least. And Collision hasn't like Collision yesterday. Apparently, yeah. Was, by was all terrible. accounts, yeah. I'm not next week. It. Next week might be good because you have like Andrade, Jay White, and then I think there's a. I think Ricky and Danielson are having a, te- a Texas death match. Like, what the fuck? But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, by all accounts, it's like there's a big, like, there's a major lack of punk because they made the show for punk, you know? Like, and Danielson's incredible, obviously, but I think the plan was always to have Danielson involved with Collision anyway. Yeah. Um, so, so having him there, I don't think it really fills that punk void. I, you know, Danielson's Danielson. He's arguably the greatest of all time. Um, we are Danielson fans here. Like, yeah, huge, huge, huge. 
But to go to just to go to was it warranted? Yeah, yeah, it was warranted. Uh, he he, I'm assuming what happened is that he had a he had a you know fine print. He had to sign something to say that he wasn't going to do this again, or he he'd be terminated immediately. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably what ended up happening. Which makes sense. But this is my two cents, right? Like, obviously, I think Punk deserves to be fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like on the whole, yeah, he should have been fired from AEW. However, it, I just feel like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Merge, it sh- never should have got to this stage. Oh, yeah. This is a, ultimately, it's a Tony Khan problem. Yeah. That, that, that's my biggest takeaway from it is, is that he has, and don't get me wrong, I like, I think Kenny Omega is, seems like a wonderful human being, right? Um, the Young Bucks, I'm not really sold on, but yeah, no. they're great, they're great wrestlers. Um, obviously, Cody at the time, I think we all know what type of human being Cody Rhodes is at this point. Mm-hmm. Right, just you know, seems like a, just a genuinely like on like same mold as John Cena type human being, yeah. which you know is great praise because if you look at Cena and the amount of stuff he does for charity and the Rock Ditto, um, but like he's he let and I don't I'm not going to use this analogy because I, I was about to say something but I'm not going to. He let his wrestlers do essentially whatever they wanted. He did not want to be the boss. He wanted to be their friend. It was essentially, it was a much higher quality version. Of, and, and, and it's not to this point because it, it's not going to fold like this company, but it was a much higher quality version of WCW, at least late WCW, where yeah. you had a Hogan running the whole thing. You had a Vince Russo. You had, you know, the, the NWO as a whole yeah. running that show. Um, and obviously, you know, Omega, the Bucks, Cody, Hangman are worlds better, like in ring wrestlers than most of those people. At least at that point. At least at that point, and they're also, more entertaining. They didn't use their creative control cards nearly as much as these guys did. No, they've oh. lost a lot. They've lost a lot more so than than Hogan ever did. Yeah, in WCW. But at the same time, it was very much like. They had too much control. Mm-hmm. You right. can, they can't be EVPs, in my opinion. They shouldn't be yeah. EVPs. And, and I want to get to that as well, because right, apparently the rumors were, and I, to be honest, I, I do believe this, that Punk wanted to have a sit-down with him to clear the air. Mm-hmm. Because when I think about the CM Punk, and I think about the system he grew up it's in, it's in WWE, right? Yeah, though he's in ROH before that, but let's be real, he spent the majority of his career in the WWE. If a mm. situation like this would happen in the WWE, what would happen? Even in the old days, Vince would make him sit down and be like, "Yeah, you don't have to like each other, but you have to work together." Like that is—it's such a money matchup. Any any combination of those four, of those three, of like Punk, FTR, and the Elite. It just—I mean, we, you saw Bucks versus FTR. Like it was an amazing yeah. match. Their Omega Punk would have been out of this world. It really would have. Yeah. Legitimately. You have like arguably the greatest active professional wrestler in, in Kenny against Punk, who is can still go. You know, Punk can, can still go. 
it's a much stiffer work style. He's not as the work rate isn't as high as it used to be for him, but it's it's a lot more physical. It's a lot more stiff. You saw it with the Joe match. Well, I think and, and Omega can can play stiff easy. <laughs> I think with Joe and Punk though, when they wanted to go high on on the work rate, instead of it just being stiff, if they wanted to go high energy, they could. Mm-hmm. It's just they they they're being smart at their age. They're not just going a hundred percent, a hundred percent at the time now. Yeah, and that's what happens when you become a bit older in the wrestling game. You see it all the time, like. The Undertaker matches, even the matches with like Shawn Michaels, which I think his match at 25 with Shawn is still the greatest match I've ever seen, like ever, mm-hmm. right? And if you watch that match, it starts off slow, very methodical. It builds up, right? You don't have to go 100%. And I, and I know The Undertaker's had a lot of flack for the podcasts he's done and like, like the Joe Rogan shit about like, oh, we don't carry guns in the locker room anymore, which I think was him just playing a bit of a character of him being this big, tough guy, by the way. Like, yeah. um, but he's 100% right when he says, you don't have to go 100%, 100% of the time. Like, you mm-hmm. don't. Like, mm-hmm. wrestling's not about that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, moving, moving into the future of CM Punk. Um, yeah. We saw he was on uh, his MMA. He was uh, commentating on the, the MMA promotion that he's been com- commentating yeah. on before, and he said that he has a lot of time on his hands for the next two months. And uh, just so happens, uh, in about sixty-eight, eight, sixty-nine, seventy days, kind of a big pay-per-view happening in a certain uh, second city. Um, Survivor Series happening in Chicago. Now, <laughs> was that Punk just trolling? Or how legitimate do we think CM Punk going to WWE is at this point? So I'm going to answer this as I think he's trolling. Mm-hmm. But also, I also think there is very, especially now that Endeavor is like fully in the door, and the people who own Endeavor are from yes. Chicago. Yes, and they're very and they they because of Punk time in the UFC, which you know, granted mm-hmm. he wasn't a great MMA fighter. Yes, but by all accounts, they really like CM Punk. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. think that he's a good dude. Yep. I think, and the fact that the biggest thing for me is that he buried the hatchet with Triple H. Yes, I think that's, that's the, the biggest, biggest thing. thing. That is the biggest thing. Because unlike what some people want to say, the guy who runs creative right now is Triple H. Does mm-hmm. he take some directors mm-hmm. from Vince? Yes. Like I, I don't think we're, either of us are stupid enough to say, oh, no, it's 100% Triple H. But yeah, the there, there's time, obvious differences between you know mid-November shows than there is in shows right now. The pacing is a little weird. Um, and it's, it's obvious some, some there's some Vince director, but big picture... You watch those matches, those aren't those aren't Vince McMahon produced matches. And also you, you watch where the story's going, that's not a Vince McMahon produced story. Mm-mm-mm. What's happening is essentially what I think's happening is Vince is saying to Triple H, why would you have Cody open the show when Jay should open the show when Jay is like the hottest thing right now? And stuff like that, which you know, I'm not saying that Triple H doesn't know how to do his job. He absolutely does. I think Triple H is fantastic at his job. But, like, we got to remember, also, you, you know, you know how much I hate defending Vince McMahon. It really annoys me. However, mm-hmm. we got to remember that Vince McMahon did this for 50 years, essentially. 
he knows what he's talking about in some occasions. Like, yeah, big picture, yes, big picture stuff. He knows what he's talking about. So when it comes like like a rundown of a show, if he tells Triple H, well, instead of having Jay in the middle of the show and Cody at the start of the show, if you swap those two things around, it'll just make your show flow a little bit better. Especially if what was what happened with Cody on Raw was was gonna be what the opening and Raw was gonna be, it would have fell a little flat. Like, no, yeah, yeah, like it makes sense. Like the changes like that, and then if the other changes like the Viking Raiders being cut, well, I'm sorry, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I I mean, if that meant that Drew and Xavier and the Alpha Academy six man. And Kevin and, and Jay versus uh, versus Judgment Day got more time than, and the main event, uh, the women's match got more time than. I think I'd prefer that than a, a likely a five minute squash match. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, a hundred percent. Like that, that's why I look at it as well. So, you know, I, going back to Triple H and CM Punk because you know I've seen a lot of negativity around WWE at the moment, and it really annoys me because I think. And we'll get, we're going to get onto it, but I think the state of WWE is incredibly healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, of yeah, all three shows, period, is, is, yeah. is, is healthy right it's now. Wrestling, period, but yeah, but like WWE, like all three shows, I feel like are, are hitting on all cylinders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, him burying the hatchet with Punk, I think, is huge. Uh-huh. Triple H. I think Nick Khan going on Bill Simmons' podcast and talking positively about Punk is another huge thing. Obviously, he didn't say, oh, yeah, we're going to sign him because Why it's wrestling at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, imagine if they came out and said, oh, yeah, The Rock's going to be in Denver. Ha, ha, ha. It, even if, if Sean Ross Sapp comes out a month from now and says that Punk is going to be, is is going is coming back to WWE, it's still, you know, it's not a moment until it happens, you know? No. Like, look at Co- Everyone knew that Cody was facing Sapp at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. everyone and their cat knew it was going to be Cody versus Seth. Yeah. Or because the release said nothing. And there then, was all the Shane, that Shane little speculation that everyone was was saying. Is it going to be Shane? Is it going to be Bray? Is it yeah. going to be X? Is it? There, there were so many names branded about at that moment. Then when you hear that dun dun and this gentleman here pops out, <laughs> how great was that moment? It's unreal. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Like. So I, I, I think we're getting back into WWE sooner than later. I really, really do. It's, if it happens, it's either Survivor Series or the Rumble. The Rumble yeah. would be 10, 10 years uh, since he last was in WWE as a wrestler. And talk about, like, you know, coming full circle as well. Yeah. That, that yeah. would legit be full circle. Yeah. So the, the next question is, do you want... Are you asking 26-year-old me or... 15-year-old me, because 15-year-old I mean, me would be so happy right now, right? Yeah. Like, the possibility of CM Punk being back. Right. Does the WWE need CM Punk? Probably not. No. However, it would help a lot with negotiation for TV deals. When you can say we have Cody Rhodes, LA Knight, who pops ratings, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, CM Punk... Cena's making more appearances. Reigns, The Rock just random, can randomly pop in here and there. Yeah, like that star power. 
like if you like if you remember like three four years ago there was a lot of these guys like seth wasn't at this level that he is now like seth's going to be in a marvel film for god's sake like yeah this is how big we're talking okay then if we go into the women's side like becky's huge like mm-hmm. mainstream wise becky is like oh she's the big. bigger draw she's the bigger draw than than seth we'll talk about it with nxt yeah, we she, will. We, we she drew will. like 100K more than Seth did when he was on NXT. Which is insane, right? Which mm-hmm. is legitimately insane. Rhea um, is the most followed t- superstar on TikTok. Period. Yeah. She is. But Bianca Which, is massive. If And we'll talk about her when we, when we go more into WWE. If Jade comes, comes, that's someone who is going to be a massive star. If booked correctly. If if it's cor- like if she builds herself correctly, Jade would be which, massive. Which I have a hundred percent faith in Triple H in doing that with the women. Like, yeah, I really, really do. Like, you can tell how much he loves booking these women to be like these top stars. Like, they're essentially all these NXT, all all these top end women are, are, are the girls that he um, coached up in NXT. You know, alongside yeah. all the other coaches, but. Those are his guys. Like I use yep. guys as a general neutral term before people attack me. By the way, um, so yeah, like if you ask fifteen year old me, absolutely twenty six year old me, I'm go. I go. Yeah, if he comes back, great. If not, you know, I don't really care. I've seen him live now, um, but, but also, not, you really like, to... let's not lie. A Roman Punk feud would kind of hit hard. A, a Sammy <laughs> Punk feud. Kevin Owens, Cody Punk. Punk feud. Kevin, LA Kevin Knight. Punk. Yeah, LA Knight. LA Knight and Punk on the mic. Yeah, yeah. I'm Cody can man. play in. I mean, sorry. Uh, Kevin can play into his his friendship with the Young Bucks too, and totally tro- troll Punk. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny because I think he's friends with both sides there. So. Oh, I, I don't think he was a big fan of Punk. Well, the fact that Punk wanted to work with him if he came back says they might have buried the hatchet. I don't. I think I think Punk is very particular about who he'd want to work with. Essentially, That's if fair. you're a main event guy, he'll work with you. Um, I think P- Gunther Punk. <laughs> when we talk about Punk being more stiff now, yeah, yeah, that would be a hot fight and a half. That holy fight. moly! But I, I, I would love it. I would absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, obviously, as a newer wrestling fan i was not in that whole swell of the cm punk uh, of cm punk in 2011 you know and obviously i might feel a little different i i, I don't like dislike punk as a wrestler I, I i mean i've watched a bunch of his matches back and you know he's an incredible wrestler obviously but and, and i will pop if i hear hear cult of personality or uh what was the other one called just fire burns yeah I'll, I'll I'll pop obviously like that I I am a mark when it comes yeah. when, it, when it comes to the end of the day I mean how, how much of that way talking to me about I didn't I don't want to see Rock Roman you know I don't really care much to see Rock Roman and then I hear if you smell and I like lost my mind <laughs> it's just what happens we're we're wrestling fans much yeah yeah. Yeah, oh, man. Anyway, let's talk about a little more positive about AEW going into. Let's talk about the Brochachos. The Brochachos. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Seeing them live was incredible. I mean, I mean the whole the whole arena erupted when MJF had a kangaroo kick. Oh my god! It was. Right. 
they are legitimately and I don't wanna because Ricky Sykes Danielson was incredible. Mm-hmm. So I, I wanna preface it. O. C. Mox was incredible. Like all out in general was great. But if we're talking about week to week what's keeping AEW like relevant at the moment and keeping them like being good programming, it is mm-hmm. primarily it is MJF and Adam Cole. They did it the Correct. entire summer. They've continued the whole Roddy stuff. I know you want to touch on Roddy. Um, Adam! But, like, <laughs> I think, like, it shouldn't work as well as it does, them two together, but it absolutely does. It's, it's essentially like the Daniel best Bryan. possible. Yes. It's the best possible case scenario for a can they coexist I've ever yeah. seen. It, it, it's so good. And it's so exciting as well. And, Adam Cole's great, and when when he inevitably does stab MJF in the back, it's going to be very very sad. It, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, yeah, and it and it needs to be Adam Cole. Let me preface yeah. this: if any of them are going to turn, it needs to be Adam Cole because we have seen too much heel. Not, not too much. MJF as the heel is incredible, obviously, but we've seen MJF as a heel. I don't need to see, and I think Cole might be best as a as a heel anyway. I agree. I mean, if you watch his undisputed era stuff, the NXT stuff, he is best as a heel, um, and and MJF is absolutely knocking it out of the park as a babyface. It's insane. He has the whole crowd just they're on, on his every single word. I mean, they got him. They got the, he got them to boot to boot Samoa Joe. Yeah, Samoa Joe of all people, who is one of the greatest on the mic ever. And one of the most beloved characters, even when he is a heel, ever. Yeah. So like everyone loves Samoa. And I've seen some some fantasy booking of this. I, I think we're, we're in agreement that MJF likely retains at Grand Slam against Joe. I think so. But I've seen some fantasy booking of like having Joe beat MJF because they've been playing up that neck injury. Um, having Cole beat Joe. Leading to a Cole MJF, they have MJF go off TV, which I don't know if they can really, if if you can have it, have MJF go off TV, honestly. But um, have Cole beat Joe, and yeah. then there's the tension of Cole being world champion and MJF coming back. But I think mm-hmm. that 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 leans more into MJF turning heel on on Adam more than anything. Yeah, I think they're leading to the the to the obvious eventual uh, Roddy MJF match. But Roddy Cole would it be really good as well? I don't know. I I think it'd be too early to take take it off of MJF. Saying that though, he has I think he's he's either close to or he's already the longest reigning AEW champion ever. M- MJF, which sounds crazy because it seems like he hasn't been AEW champion for that long. But when you look at it, I mean, he had the feud with Danielson, and now yeah. all all the Cole stuff has gone on for like three or four months. He had the the four pillars match uh, uh, as well yes he did he's had it for a long time with a lot of really good defenses though i mean i would i, I would love to see joe be the champion obviously uh but the longest reign nah. is sorry to interrupt you it's 346 days kenny omega it's kenny okay it, it was uh, the that that reign when he lost it ended up losing it to hangman i'm assuming uh yeah um and mjf has had it 
he's had it since I want to say um, he's had it three hundred well, full gear days so far. Full, yeah, he's had, he's had it since full gear then. Three hundred and two days he's had it so far. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just did the maths on Google, um, and so what? He is forty, so six weeks away from being the longest reigning. NX, uh, AEW champion. Yeah, he, he'd have to hold it until full gear, essentially. Yeah, and have to retain it at full gear. Uh, he, okay, yeah, yeah he, he'd have to retain it at full gear, right. And um, the way I look at it is, if he's staying in AEW, yeah. he will break that record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think if, he is. I, th I, think, I think we're both in agreement that he's very likely staying. The only way I see MJF turning heel in this feud is if MJF's leaving, but I don't think he is leaving yet. I wouldn't be surprised if he signs like a two, three year extension. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if it'll be a five year like Omega and the Bucks just signed and like Mox and Jericho and all them. Yeah. Um I think he might want to keep his options open a little bit. He's gonna he's gonna be the highest paid guy in the company, which he should be. He is absolutely should be. at the moment arguably the best wrestler in the world. Just as an overall package, he's there's an argument that he is the, the best in the world right now. He, he's up there. He's definitely up there. Yeah. So he's going to get a ton of money. It's a thing where I think MJF will is going to go to WWE at some point. I think we, we, we both agree with that. But I think there's still – he still has some stuff to do in AEW. Yeah, he's where... too much of a mark not to finish up in WWE. Oh, like... yeah. M MJF is, is a huge wrestling nerd. Like yeah. he, he he'll he'll never show it, or on purpose. But he is like a massive wrestling. If he could, he'll be sitting down on style costume with us right now, talking <laughs> about the dirt sheet. So he absolutely will be. <laughs> you know it as well. Fair, fair. But yeah, yeah. I, I've I've really been enjoying all that. There's there is like there is legitimate good stuff going on in AW yeah. right now, and I think Punk leaving does help them. You know, they have full uh, they have Grand Slam coming up outside of the. The the MJF um, Joe match. I'm really looking mm -hmm. forward to to Eddie Claudio. Eddie needs yeah. to win. Eddie needs to win. Agree. Period. I mean, we we both are big fans of his match against Claudio at um Supercard of Honor. Uh, it's in New York. He needs to win. He needs to beat Claudio. Yeah. Agree completely. Agree. And I think every match is a singles match uh, on the Dynamite Grand Slam. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think you have Mox, um, Ray Phoenix, and then you have a woman's woman's title match with with people who really cares about that. Tony Storm's in it. I'll, I'll say that. Big fan of what Tony Storm's doing right now in AEW. She's oh, she's Tony killing Storm's me. Great. I need I her and Juice Robinson being on screen an on screen couple because they're both insane people as characters, and they'd be hilarious. <laughs> You're not wrong. You are not yeah. wrong, man. Oh, I know man. there are people who want to like Anna Jay and like Jack Perry. No, it needs to be it needs to be Tony Storm and Juice Robinson on screen together. Because they're 100%. insane. <laughs> oh man. All right. Moving on. Let's talk. Should we talk Jade going into it or should we just start? Yeah, let, let's go Jade, because I think it's yeah. big enough that we, we absolutely need to touch on this like mm -hmm. as its own as its own entity. Yes. And I'll let you do the honors because I think I've I've talked too much. No, you're good. You're you're good. Um, so 
this was I'm not sure when the Sean when Sean posted his article. Um, I will say there were. I know that it's kind of a, a divisive Twitter account at, at the moment in the wrestling world, but Boozer BWE Better Wrestling Experience. He yeah. did. He he did say about a week before. I think it was last collision, the same day that Jade was close to signing with WWE. Yeah. So I, I will give BWE uh, his flowers there. Um, and he said, but, and and he, and he did say things will move very quickly. Like he was very yes. very explicit about it. Yes. And I believe this was after Dynamite that uh, that Sean posted his article on on Fightful. Um, that. Uh, Jade Cargill was is done with AEW, and AEW and WWE sources expect her to be in WWE. Next day, uh, there uh, he had met, he also added that um, they were expecting it to happen very quickly, um, and for it to be as soon as like this week, next week, and then right now, right before we went on, went on, PW Insider reported that. She's going to be at the PC this week in Orlando. So, first big question with 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 the, actually let's let's just talk about how big this is just in general with Jade going to WWE. Um, I think we both agree that she always kind of seemed more like a WWE wrestler. Yes, oh, we, we we said that from the start, didn't we? Yes, like immediately yes. as soon as we saw her, we said that she should be the cornerstone that the women's division should be built around in AEW. But that she is the absolute pillar. She is a WWE person, though. Yes, yes. Um, and she's very different than all the other wrestlers in that company. In the in the the fact that she was a project. This isn't a. This isn't someone who's been wrestling on the indies for a while and then finally getting an opportunity, like a Britt Baker or a Jamie Hader or whoever. You know. Yeah. Um. This is someone who it was very similar to what I think the WWE was trying to do with, you know, the next in line stuff. Yeah. And she did, and she did work out and she did um, audition for WWE. And, you know, there's, there's pictures of her in a, um, a PC shirt from, from a couple years ago. Uh, and she was kind of a pet project, but mainly Mark Henry, right? Mark Henry takes yeah. credit for getting her to AEW. Um, but she was very raw, and she is still pretty, pretty green. She's yeah. kind of, she she is still green in the ring, which, which is why I initially thought that she should have gotten to NXT. But after seeing some arguments and you know thinking about it more, I think it does make more sense to have her be on main roster just to be able to wrestle your Bianca's, your Rias, your Becky's, Bailey, Oscar, you know, so on and so forth. Having someone like Natalia. Uh, mentor her backstage. I think that's huge. And she's had Daniel Brian Danielson training her before as well. So yeah. I, I I don't know how much more like uh, as much as I think Sean having Sean Michaels book her would be good for her. I understand. 100%. I understand putting your main roster immediately and then making her feel like a big deal. So uh, how how big do you see this as like this uh, a move like an AEW to WWE move? Like how big is this for really this for WWE in general? This is the first Endeavor move. Like, this is number one. Like, this is the first ever move that we really assigned a free agent under Endeavor. Mm. Which, I cannot lie to you, it makes me happy that, that this has happened. 
because you know there's been a lot of rumors about maybe talent are going to be cooked and you know you sort of expect it as well because like let's be real you know it happens in every line of sports right you know people get caught you know like the nfl 40 guys get caught every year from from their you know training camps so it happens Mm-hmm. But it's always a really sucky time, like let's be real. Um but the fact that it seems like Endeavor is letting WWE go on the offensive instead of on the defensive is a great sign for the future, right? Like let's say for MJF, even though we both think that MJF will stay in AEW, I think that WWE will now, I think WWE will absolutely put up a fight in getting MJF. I think they'll throw all the money they can getting MJF into WWE. Will they match Tony Khan's silly money? I don't think they will. No, I think, I think I think Tony's gonna make sure Max is gonna stay for longer. <laughs> I think I, I think I think Max is gonna get close to Roman Reigns money. Yes. Off Tony. Which makes sense for AEW. So I don't want to like disparage Tony Khan. And it makes think, sense for Max. Like we said, he deserves that amount of money right now. For AEW, absolutely he does. Like legitimately I think um with this, because like we we are really high, and shout out to our guys Tyler and Brad as well. You know, I feel like all us four are really really high on Jade Cargill, mm-hmm. um, and um, we absolutely agree that sh- I, I think Tyler especially he loves himself some Jade Cargill, um, and he absolutely thought the AEW should have made her, like, the cornerstone of the... Like, I legitimately think that she should have already been an AEW Women's Champion. There there was no reason for her to be literally kept away from Britt, Jamie Hayter, Sheeta, uh, Tony, uh, Ruby. So, not Ruby, because she, she's wrestled Ruby, but all the, the best women's wrestlers in the company, or at least biggest, were, like, kept away from her, which yeah. I never understood. No, neither did I. So I absolutely get like Jade seeing the like let's be real. Becky and Rhea are maybe two of the biggest six or seven wrestlers on the main roster right now. Like and Becky you know, as well. Yeah, you know, Becky and Rhea. Becky and Rhea is what Oh I I missed Bianca, my bad. I said Bianca. Becky and Rhea are the two of the biggest six or seven wrestlers just because of like, you know, we obviously we're gonna get to Becky in NXT, but like mm-hmm. Rhea Rhea is firing on all cylinders, and WWE is making sure that you know that Rhea Ripley is a big fucking deal in everything. So I think Rhea is a better wrestler, like in general, than yes. Jade. But I think it's a very similar kind of aura. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And and I already know. And obviously, you, you'll mute me swearing there um, mm-hmm. because you know, I got a little bit excited. And um, Jade, I think. They'll book Jade like that. I think the smartest play would be to send her to NXT for six months. Essentially the same presentation as you had in AEW. But under the tutelage of Shawn Michaels and the coaches down there who are phenomenal at what they do, have her be from Becky. Have her be so, that person. I think there's a way you can do NXT, have her on NXT and main roster. You have her be Becky, right? And she, and she goes cross-brand, essentially. Like, you know, and would I feel sorry for Tiff at that point? Yeah, I would a little bit because I think Tiff's been great. 
Um, you can ha- you can have Tiff dethrone her or something, or you, you like, could. Yeah. But when you, when you're ready for Jade to go to the main roster, have Tiff beat Jade like full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's huge. And talk like, about a, a, a hell of a match that that would be as well. Like NXT, the women's scene in NXT is looking really, really good, man. Like yeah, it's, really, yeah. really good. And the fact that they have Becky there to put the attention on all those girls is so cool. I really, really dig that. Because they know that Becky will bring eyeballs onto that show. I would really keep an eye out on that women's breakout tournament. Yeah. I would keep, I, I would keep an eye out for, for Jade, potentially. Even though I, th- I still think it's more likely she goes straight to Maine than NXT. I would just be wary of that. Not wary, but you know what I mean. Like, Take caution for, for that. Attentive. Be, be attentive, attentive to that yeah. because... Like they might just debut her. They can they they could just have her win it or just murder everyone and then just then just go straight to main or be on main and then just kill everyone. And then I know there's like Lola Vice and Kalani Jordan or people like that who are who it might be a better spot for to win that in that breakout breakout star tournament. But I wouldn't be shocked if Jade just popped up there. And I wouldn't be mad at it either because mm-hmm. what a way to like introduce her to your crowd. I'd be yeah. like, yeah, she's a big deal. We're going to tell you she's a big deal. And we're yeah. going to make sure that you know she's a big deal. Because yes. I don't think AW didn't... Jade did it organically because of, like you said, the presentation. She's just unreal, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the way she looks, everything about her is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And um, But I think WWE do a much better job of going, this is the person. They're incredible. You need to love them. Like, you she need should to be made them. like the female Brock. She really should Essentially. Be. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think anyone will be mad at that. Mm-mm. No, like, and, and I think we're in agreement there. Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's very exciting uh, to have because, like we said, she just fits better. And oh man, the eventual Jade Bianca match is going to feed families. It's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna it's, blow the roof off any arena it is in. It, it's illegitimate, like. But if if Jade is built correctly, that could one hundred percent main event night two of WrestleMania, without a doubt. Yeah. it could. A hundred percent. Like, give it two years, it could absolutely. Yeah, how, how old is Jade? She's like her early thirties, something like that. Jade Cargill is thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay, yeah, and Bianca's like thirty-three, I think, something like yeah. that. Yeah. We'll give it two yeah. years. Bianca thirty-five, Jade thirty-three. Mm-hmm. What that, that that would be like, incredible, incredible, yep. and 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 looking at like the women's the women's main roster women's is going to get a lot of, of an injection of talent very soon with Jade coming in, with Kyrie already signed but finishing up her stuff in in Japan. I'm I'd be pretty surprised if both Roxanne and Tiffany are on main roster within the next twelve months. You know, I agree. Especially Roxy. Yep. Yep. And then you already have other people. Like, you already have your main people who are there, um, uh, who are already big stars at the moment. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be very interesting. Uh, m- moving to Raw a little bit. I, I guess I can kind of play into it, so we can just get it out of the way. <laughs> and in the beginning, um, there was a return on Raw. She's uh, not like most girls. She's not like girls. Uh, it was it was it was Nia Vax. Uh, she she is back now. 
the IWC kind of melted down <laughs> after it happened. Um, and I've, I've had time to sit with it a little bit. And you know what? I get it. Because she brings, she brings, like, she is a former champion, a former tag champion. Sure, has she injured a couple of people? Sure. Uh, but I've seen some, like, Asuka push back very hard on that. You know, a very close person to Kyrie, who Nia Jax famously injured. Uh, and it's a, it sounds like it's a bit of an accident happen sort of thing. Yeah. And the, I don't think the injury stuff is really. That's a rich well- thing. Like, yeah. Ridge has injured two people, but it's not because Ridge is unsafe. It just, unfortunately... Seth has, Seth has injured Sting and Finn Balor and uh, John Cena. Like, he's injured a lot of people, Seth, and now he's but one he's of the still, biggest stars in the company. He's still top of the card, isn't he? Like, now, I don't think the injury stuff is really what bothers me about Nia. No. It's definitely the COVID stuff. It's definitely the vaccine stuff. Um, I think even as as... Recently, as like a month or two ago, she was on her Instagram stories saying, comparing the Ukraine situation to having to wear a mask. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not great. Um, I don't think she's going to be the, uh, this top of the card mainstay, though, fortunately. No. Um, she's there for Rhea to hit a riptide on. Essentially. That is what she's, there. she's there for. Yep, she is bad. And then, and then she'll wanna... drop back down to the women's tag division pretty soon after that. I feel that's what I think is going to happen. Rhea, they they obviously place her in moments with men, like mm-hmm. where she spares people through barricades. And, and same thing with Nia. And but they obviously don't want to put her in a match with a man, which I get. Like I know some companies do that. I completely get that we're really not doing it. However, like I get it. It makes sense. Like if yeah. when we're talking about like. You know, in the mainstream, you know, you have like Kevin Porter Jr. stuff he did with his girlfriend, and you know, mm-hmm. it makes you sick, right? And seeing that in yeah. wrestling would not be great. Like, let's be it, real. It, I, it, I, for I a casual fan turning on Raw and seeing like Jay Uso super kick uh, Rhea in the face, it wouldn't look good, you know. Like, no. and even though we know, like, as wrestling fans, I've seen some incredible mixed mixed gender. Matches. If, if, if anyone's ever seen Candice LeRae against the Young Bucks, essentially, I'm not going to mention her partner because he is a uh, he got me tooed pretty badly. Um, uh, but but it essentially ended up being Candice versus the, the Young Bucks anyway because he was uh, he got injured out of the match. It's one of the most incredible matches that I, I've ever seen, honestly. And and she's like so bloody, and they're like super kicking her with like the spiked boots and stuff. Like it's a nuts match, and she and she ends up pulling it off. I think everyone's seen that famous clip of Cedric Alexander giving her a lumbar check, where she just yeah. bounced it off. Like it's 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 very entertaining. But a casual fan turning on USA, turning on Fox, and seeing that happen, I don't think it would it would play right. No, neither do I. So I get why they want a, a huge, you know, a giant for Rhea to face and that yes. Riptide because I think yes. that aesthetic I think will just be incredible to see. I'm not, I don't hate, like, do I like Nia Jax on a personal level? No, mm-hmm. not particularly. Do it's I? Kind of Lacey Evans ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. am, am I going to turn off the TV when she's on? Maybe. Like, you know, I might fast forward when I'm watching Raw. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't, 
I'm not worried because I know that she won't be a mainstay in that main event scene, like you said. And she never has been. No, ever. E- even like back at her at her highest, which I think was probably 2019, when when she was in the Rumble and like Randy RKO'd her and stuff, that was probably mm-hmm. her peak popularity. I don't know if you want, if you'd call it that. Yeah. Um, but she pretty quickly was got thrown back down to the tag division. Yeah. You know. And I'd be pretty surprised if she is, like, if she is saved around that main event. And she's there to fight Rhea and there to fight Raquel, probably, yeah, at, at a certain point. So, and they'll probably have, like a, like, a number one contenders match, or it'll be a triple threat at Fastlane or something like that. Yeah. That, that, that's like probably that. what it's going to be. So, I, like, yeah, I don't love it. And it being, like, like the first, like, return, like, like since, like, what? Since like uh, it's been it's been a couple of, a, a couple of months since we've had anyone like that. I really well, it might be the first like new person that we've had back since like a Dragon Lee, in in like April, in NXT. Probably yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it looks weird. It looks weird because like you know they passed up on a Jay White, you know, who probably would have went to WWE if they if they made legit like. Like chance to get him, you know. Well, they they probably could have gotten a Jay White. To be fair though, to WWE, when Jay White became a free agent, it was just the worst possible timing for them because they were going through that negotiation with Endeavor, so they essentially just had a higher for you. And he's another guy I can definitely because he's he's in his twenties. Yeah, he's a guy I, I can still see coming going to WWE at some, at some point. Did, um, did he sign a five year deal or a three year deal? I'm pretty sure it's a five because they've been signing all their guys to fives. Uh, the, the new guys since like 2021, like Adam Cole had a, signed a five. Yeah. Um, Danielson, no, he didn't. He, he signed a three, but a definitely three, Cole yeah. Malachi Malachi uh, signed a five. Uh, people like that signed a five. I don't think Keith Lee signed a five, and I don't think Swerve signed a five. Um, no, but you know they've been signing big people like that to five year deals. Mm-hmm. So. But I, but Jay, like, like Jay's still young. I can still see him going to WWE at a certain. I agree. Completely um, agree. But anyway, it it just looks it looks odd when it's that that's your first return in a long time on the main roster, and not mm-hmm. like it back from injury, but back whatever. Like first person who's been away from the company or not in the company at all in a, yeah. in a while, mm-hmm. and Jade will will quickly wash that uh, that away. I think pretty quickly. Um, yep. Mary will be irrelevant by this time next week. And maybe, maybe that's another person that that Nia's there to fight and Jade. Um, uh, even point, though, actually. even though, I don't know if I really want want to put someone who is as green as. And I don't want to make it seem like she's like crazy green, uh, Jade. But like, she's not Rhea. She's not Raquel, no. who are seasoned people. Definitely so. Not. Let's t- talk a little more about the raw main event scene, um, which pretty much revolves around one person, what one person in one group, uh, yes. and Jay Uso and the Judgment Day. Yes. Um. So how? Well, we we, we haven't recorded for for a couple pay per views. So, how, what was your feeling of bringing Jay back to go to Raw? How do you think it's been going so far? What do you think it's leading to? Personally, I love it. Because I, I feel like Jay, if he wasn't going to win the WWE title at SummerSlam, he needed to be away from Jimmy, needed to be away from 
um, the bloodline, Roman, all that stuff, just because if they were on the same brand, it would make no sense for Jay not to go after them, or vice versa, right? And it would just be like this endless WWE thing of like, you have like 17,000 matches, and people complain about it, and the storyline gets stale, and you know, so he needed to separate him onto Raw. So I love that. The presentation of Jey Uso, I've loved even more. Yes, he feels like the, like, like one of the biggest stars on the, in the company at the moment. Yeah, he doesn't feel like a tag team wrestler anymore. Nope. He just feels like a legit, legit single star. Yep. Like, yep. It's, I mean, we've said it with the entrance. It's, it's, it's like, it must see the entrance right now. Yeah, very much. The crowd pops so, like, I was like, they popped like, his first night back, or first night to Raw. But then last Raw, when he, he, when he came out to open the show, it was like a crazy reaction. Yeah. For him, unreal. Yeah, uh, he faces Drew this week on Raw, which is going to be oh man, that should be the main event. Ugh, it's going to be so good. I'm ready. And the going into a little bit before I go into the Judgment Day, just just so we can talk about Drew and passing that heel term is coming very soon. It sounds like Riddle is back this this uh, Monday. Um. I think Drew is going to. It might. It honestly might be more impactful for him to turn on the New Day than it will be to turn on Riddle because people care about the New Day at this point. Um, I think. But, I think. I think most non IWC fans care about Riddle. I I don't think the it's the, the reaction isn't as strong as it would be if he turned no. heel on like Kofi. You know what I mean? Because everyone loves Kofi. Everyone loves Kofi. I get you. I get um, you. But but that Drew heel turn is needed. If I have a feeling that we could maybe see Drew LA Knight, a heel Drew versus LA Knight at WrestleMania, because there's history there. For the title, well. for the title, for for the title. I I think Drew beats if like if it's not going to be Nakamura. It's well, going to be true. Actually, you know what? Priest is there as well. But I kind of forgot about I, Priest. There is a feeling for me, and I don't know what it is. I think Priest holds that money in the bank tight of the briefcase. Until Mania? Until after Mania. Mm-hmm. Because that when was the last time we had like a really long money in the bank holder? What if it was like, and I think this would be a perfect way to, to put him as like a top heel. I mean, he already is, but what if Cody beats Roman and, and he, he cashes in? At WrestleMania. At Mania. Are you trying to like break my soul completely it 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 would be very you know hard times you know are you trying to kill me right now Merge? <laughs> because that is what you have just you know suggested to me my friend you haven't went back at like backlash or something but like <laughs> you, at least at least give them on one day <laughs> having oh, come man. out on raw Pull a promo how like hurt he is, and then have Damian Brees just come in and wail on him. Nah, hard times, adversity. Give. <laughs> anyway, well, this is a good transition you into. You try to break me. Uh, what do you think is the Judgment Day story? What do you think this is leading to at the moment? Because JD McDonough is now 
kind of in the group, kind of. He is hanging around Dominic more. He's he's friends with, with Finn, obviously. I think Damien essentially gets kicked out of Judgment Day. I think that's what it's leading to. I think so, too. I still would prefer it to be Finn, personally. I but because, because I think, it, as, as much as I like heel Finn, I don't ever see him winning another a world title as a heel, personally. It's, a, it's as a face. He'll win a world title as a face. I, I think it would it would be better if he beat Priest for it. As a as a, a face, you know what I mean. So, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so, so you you just think that? Well, also, when do you think Priest cashes in? So, you, so you're saying it's after Mania that that's what you're, that's what you're thinking? Night after point? Mania, because I don't think we've had a night after Mania cash in. Did we not? Um, did Dolph not do it? That's what I'm saying. It's been Dolph, right? Oh, like okay. that's the last one. Yeah, it's been yeah. forever. I, I mean, they're all they're all holding gold right now. Um. I don't know who their next feud, feud will be for those. I wouldn't titles. be surprised if we get Finn versus Damien at WrestleMania. No title involved. The briefcase is involved. And then night after Mania is when Priest gets his big moment. But yeah. also, I could see Priest, let's say Rollins and Nakamura have like a last man standing match at Fastlane. Rollins, that match. Rollins gets. It's like a nine count. Rollins belly gets on his feet, but he's he's screwed. Mm-hmm. Priest comes out, cashes in, and then you legit have all gold on Judgment Day. I could see that as well. Like, yeah, I mean, I could too. And I, I think don't it, think it'll it be a long. Maybe more interesting to have them still together with one of them holding that belt. Like, yes. like I thought when, when if when I wanted Finn to win at SummerSlam, because um, if you want to make Priest into being your face. I've, but the thing is, I think there's a lot of faces right now in that main there's event. There's too many faces. There's too many faces. There's too many faces, just in general, over both brands right now. Yeah. Um, That's why Drew needs to turn heel. Yeah. Needs to. I agree. Because he would instantly become the top heel behind Drew. Yeah. Instantly. Like, what, like, like sorry, behind Roman, I meant. Yeah. Um, He would be number two. And that would be, and he'd be the number one heel on Raw. And holy moly, a Cody-Drew feud. A a, a heel Drew versus a face Cody would be incredible. Well, me and you both don't want Rock Roman for the title at Mania 40. We yes. made that abundantly clear. We want Cody to beat Roman because that's what Cody deserves. Yes. Like, oh, without a doubt. He's the biggest face in the company. As much mm-hmm. as we both love LA Knight, we are LA Knight marks, by the way, before people jump on us. We were, we, we were saying, yeah, before it was cool. Just <laughs> saying. Um, <laughs> And saying that, Cody Rhodes is still the biggest face in WWE. Like, yeah. the reactions that he gets, it, it, it's like... So, the, the best way I describe it is, Cody is Cena at the prime. LA Knight's like Punk in 2011. That's the way I describe it. Obviously, yeah. obviously Cody doesn't get booed because people like Cody. Yeah. Um, but, but that's because he hasn't been shoved down our throats like Cena was for six years, um, which I think helps a lot. Um, and I think Triple H is a lot smart about presentation. He knows that you can't just make him like really... Because Cody has his corny moments. We laugh about it. You know, we, we, we laughed about the Hispanic heritage. <laughs> yeah. And being on the post of it is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 
there's a reason he he solved racism. Okay, <laughs> there's a reason. <laughs> not it's so good. This, this, who was it? It was him and um, who was the other one on that thing that I said? It was Bailey, wasn't it? Ba- it might have been Bailey. I'll, I'll try to find it really quickly. I but, think it was uh, Bailey. <laughs> you have Frey Mysterio. You have the whole LWO. Zelina, Bailey, yeah. The leader. Oh my god. And, he picked and, then, and, and then there's Cody's white ass just on that fucking thing. The American Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. The American Nightmare. Yep. God, is this it? Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, it was Bailey. It was Bailey. Bailey and Cody. He <laughs> up so much, run. Really... I mean, but the, 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 it's like it's so funny because he it, he is. It's not like they're he's like going on technicality. He's, he's legitimately like a quarter Cuban, whatever he is. No, his, his mom's fully Cuban. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. She just That's grew so up funny. in. She just grew up in America, so she has an American accent. Yeah. But, no, and, yeah, but then Dusty is like the whitest man on earth, so that makes sense. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? it it's really like you, you, don't, you never think of Cody as being Hispanic, but he is. No. Like we laugh about it because he's just the funniest guy in the world. Oh, like, right. the, he's the funniest wrestler going right now. Like but, unintentionally, intentionally, whatever. He's the funniest guy. I think it's intentional, though. I think he is very, very smart. He knows about this stuff. He, he. It's like that when he was. Being a face in AEW, yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, but yeah, I can't speak highly enough about Cody. Um, but yeah, there's too many faces, and Drew, I I think Drew being a heel solves so much. It does. Like, if you have, let's say, Priest turns face, yeah, and at the Rumble you just have Drew. I don't want him to destroy Priest because I think Priest. Is great, but you have heel Drew just destroy Priest. Oh, it, he is one of those guys where, like, if he gets murdered by Drew McIntyre, like, yeah, that makes sense. And then you have LA Knight win the Rumble, and you have have him face Drew McIntyre. Like, that's the, that's yeah. the night one main event. I I still think your night one main event is going to be like Rhea Becky Probably. or Scarlet Bianca or something like that. Um, Probably, but, but it's definitely it's definitely a headliner. Like an opening match or something for sure. It's probably going to be opening the entire event. Yeah, that, it's definitely. not main event and it'll open a hundred percent. Because, but I just wouldn't be surprised with how. And we're going to get into SmackDown now. Um, it's a nice segue actually. Well, actually, no, I, I do. I do want to talk about the IC title okay. before we go into okay. that. But yeah, yeah go ahead. very quickly. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I'll leave LA night until we talk about SmackDown. Let's talk about okay. IC title. Uh, yeah, let's talk about the best thing in WWE right now. It's. It's insane, right? What the hell? It's the best thing we in WWE. About, we just talked about like six incredible things. Yeah. And we haven't touched on Gunther Chad Gable. Gunther Gable is the best feud going right now. That promo battle they had on Raw was excellent. Chad Gable is so good. But like that might have been Gunther's best promo. He's cut. Which is saying because he's not a bad promo guy, but he just no, does not. them sparingly. And... Yeah. It's that was probably the best promo he's done on the main roster because and... he's very he's very clear on everything mm-hmm. that he says. His motives are very obvious, but he has that European twang which makes yes. Americans hate him. Yeah, apart from you, obviously, you know. Oh right? yeah, I'm I'm like the biggest Gunther Mark. Uh... <laughs> Internet fans usually are though, right? Because of how great, yeah. like, legitimately, he is. 
he's at least in the argument for best wrestler in the world. Yeah. And I think Chad Gable needs to beat him at Fastlane. So, do you, you don't think Fastlane would be too soon for it? Because I feel like I don't know if they will have him lo- drop it on a B level show. Um, I was thinking I more Survivor it, Series, like an Iron Man match at Survivor Series, is what I was thinking. The only thing I'm thinking is the Fastlane card is probably going to be quite bare. It'll if be so. Give- if, if we're looking at it now, we'll have Nakamura Seth, that's for sure. Yeah. We'll have EO versus either Asuka or Charlotte or both. Yeah. But it will be on that card. Um, maybe you have Rhea versus um, Raquel and or Nia. You'll have a Cody um, thing. I don't know if you have because I don't know what, what we're doing with Cody at the moment. Um, uh, yeah, he's he in faces, a holding pattern, isn't he? He faces Dom again this week. He's faced Dom a lot, but he faces Dom again on Raw. Um, that would probably be the main event. Um, if I had to guess, um, but uh, oh, damn, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, so yeah, maybe you do Santos Ray there because they've said they confirmed that they're gonna do a match, but I don't know if that maybe main, main events to SmackDown or something. Um, Man, that really might be it. I mean, I don't really see a feud for the tag titles right now. At least not at the moment. Uh, cough, Neither cough. It should be Gargano Champa that beats them, but I, I, sure. I just need to actually see Gargano on my screen. It's been forever. Um, but yeah, I mean that there is an argument that you could have that main event in Fastlane. If they're able. And it, I don't care when it happens. It needs to be an Iron Man match. Yeah, there's no other argument. It has to be an Iron Man match, a 30 minute Iron Man match. No, nothing, no, nothing else. It, 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 no, I will not accept any other stipulation. I will not accept the match has no stipulation. It 100% needs to be an Iron Man match. Yeah, if it's I not, I, I will be disappointed because this needs because to be like a Brock, a Brock, uh, Brock, Ch- Ch- Kurt Angle thing. It needs to be. Yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree with you that. I think. Gunther is such a blessing for that company, man. He really, really I mean, is. We've talked about it so good. Ad nauseum with Gunther. He will be the top heel in the company very soon. Especially once Roman loses that title. Yep. Because I think Roman, as soon as he loses that title, I know he's going for a bit of a break right now. But yeah. when we talk extended breaks, Roman's going to take an extended break as soon as Yeah, if he, if he loses at Mania, he probably doesn't come back until like. 2025 Royal Rumble is my guess. Yeah, that's my prediction as well. Yeah, and and I mean we've talked about we, we talked about all these other options for that World Heavyweight Championship, but like Gunther might be the top option for it too. Having him having Seth, the- him Seth on that card, and having Gunther dethrone Seth. I don't know what that means you do with uh, with Priest, but I think Gunther needs that title within the next 12 months. I agree. Like he I, needs think he, it. I think he's the guy who beats LA Knight. So I can see that. I can see that. And LA Knight doesn't need to hold it for a long time. He just needs to get it. He needs, he needs so to get The it. whole thing with LA Knight is he needs to win it. Yeah. And he will. And we'll get to SmackDown. Because we talked about The Rock already. That was incredible. Yeah. But it wasn't really anything of consequence to like what's oh, no. going to happen. It was a one-off appearance. 
Fairy played his part beautifully. By the way, Fairy, Cena, Rock. Talk about the rub that he got from just Austin. those two guys. Austin as well. Yeah. Like, that's three of the five biggest stars ever in the history yeah. of wrestling. Fairy is good, man. There is a reason why these people work Turn with face. Fairy. Turn him face. Turn him face. I agree. I agree. Like, like you said, when he said, it doesn't matter what The Rock thinks, I yeah. popped. I did pop. They they just aren't giving him good good stuff to do at the moment. He needs to yeah. be a baby because we've seen all these all these clips of him doing meet and greets and stuff, and he like he's very like, kids love Austin. Yeah. Like like he needs to be a baby face very soon. Uh, I, I have him that. turn on Grayson Waller or something. Have or have Waller turn on him, and that's the, the, the have him go off TV for like three months or something. Get Waller some wins. Have Theory come back. Have him beat Waller. Have yeah, that that's be the WrestleMania be, match. Yeah, have that be like the have it be like a blood feud sort of thing. You can have that be like a and it'll have, it'll be a big spot for Waller, you know. Have Fairy eliminate Waller from the Rumble. Mm-hmm. You can have Mania. you can have him a, like injure him at like a Raw in like November or a SmackDown in like November or something. Yeah, and then he's he's gone for like two months. Mm-hmm. He comes back. He's a baby face. Have Waller just get more and more heat as it leads up to it, and he has a lot of heat already. Yeah. Um, and that's your that is your your mania match, hundred percent. Agree, completely agree. Um, then so so after that, uh, the main thing on that I I feel, well I don't know if I'd say main, but La Knight Miz, very fun match. I think the people who who try to say that La Knight can't work are just wrong. You know, like I I think you need to put him with 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 just the right dance partners. I think. The matches I've watched from LA Knight in WWE, they've been fine. They've been good. Yeah, he's he is a he is like a, a seven out of ten wrestler. You know, six out of ten at worst, which is fine because he's ten on ten on Mike. Ten ten out of ten character. Well, ten out I of ten just like charisma. Like that's if all you he watch needs him to be. Break though. Outside of the WWE, he can have really really good matches, mm-hmm. but you're not going to have him have a really 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 good match. I mean, you're not on on the middle of SmackDown. Where you have the Rock and John Cena, you're not going to have them go a hundred. And to be fair to, to LA Knight, it was pretty. I I haven't watched all SmackDown like back yet, mm-hmm. but from what I remember, it felt like a long match. It felt like 15, 16 minutes to me, like including the ad break. How many commercials did it go through? Two. Two. If I if I, I except while since Friday, obviously. Yeah. If I remember correctly, it was two. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're giving him time to work, and they're like, they it is fully obvious that they are putting all of their trust behind LA Knight right now. Oh, yeah, but he deserves it. Yes, 100%. everything he has done, he has hit out the park like, literally. Like, there is nothing. I think John Cena coming back when he did was maybe, maybe the best thing that could have mm-hmm. happened to LA Knight. I, I legitimately do think that, like. And, yeah. and you can tell how much Cena respects him. 100%. 100%, like, yeah. And and that means so much. And then when he called out all the champions, I was like, yeah. They're, they're, I have a feeling we're doing LA Knight versus Roman at the Royal Rumble. That's what I think as well. And he loses, and then he's a top contender in the Royal, in the Royal Rumble itself. If he doesn't win, have him get eliminated by some big name. You, you can do him, Logan. That That's fine. Him and Logan will be fine. Uh, have Logan get wins up until Mania, though. Uh, don't have him lose, and then you have 
LA Knight beat him at, at Mania. I think I think that's something that would be fine. I think that's, I think that's a big enough spot for LA as well. Um, yeah. It it's not like a it, it's obviously not winning the Rumble, but like, what else can you really do? Who else is a big enough heel that you can put up against LA Knight? Really, who he can work work well against? I feel. I I have a hot take. Sure. What if the religious capital? Let's say you get Roman Rock at Mania, mm-hmm. but they don't want that to be for the title. I know we've talked about like how, you know, you probably want Roman's reign to end at WrestleMania. It, in my opinion, it has to be. I, I and, and and in ways I agree with you, but it's in Tampa, isn't it? The um, the Rumble, the yeah. Rumble. Is it? A, is it a Raymond James? It's it's at um, Tropicana Field. Oh, so it's still a pretty big venue, yeah. So that that's good. I think it'll feel huge if LA Knight won it there. Like, imagine. <laughs> and and if you want to talk about like, and it would suck for Cody. I think it would really suck for Cody, because mm-hmm. then what I think he would do is then turn Cody to face like a Drew for the World Heavyweight Title. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, isn't a demotion in the slightest. I, I just wish that they didn't put so much emphasis on him needing that title. Honestly, yeah. I, mean, I just wish he, it was it was like winning a world title. I think he'd be a champion by now. First off, he he would have probably won that that world heavyweight championship. Is my guess. He, he, he'd be world heavyweight champion right now. Yeah, and he pro- yeah. he he'd probably go on like a year plus reign. Probably so that probably would have happened. But like they've they've kind of paid themselves into a corner with Cody that. If he wins any other title, it kind of just looks lesser. Unless, like, he just elevates that title, like, a but lot. You can make a story out of it, though, can't you? You could. Uh, I mean, you could. Uh, how, how he loses his eye off the ball, because even though he's got the World Heavyweight Championship, it's not the title that he wants. It just, to me, that makes the World Heavyweight Championship feel less than. I, I get you. But even then, though it kind of is, but, like, you don't, you, you don't want to say the, the quiet part out loud, you know? But also, you can just make it like a Cody-centric thing and just say how important it is, but Cody is just so hell-bent on winning that WWE title because Dusty already held that World Heavyweight title or an iteration of it, because he did. So you can make that the case. Instead of, like, demeaning the World Heavyweight title, you can talk about it being, you know, a huge title, but it's not what the Rhodes family hasn't had. So if you make it around that, I think it could work. I mean, I guess because you know, Sheamus is Sheamus. The last year has kind of built a lot of his his stuff around not not having the IC title, and yeah. obviously the IC isn't as big as a, a world title. So you could make a story out of that, but like, I don't know. It, it needs to be the I, I I agree with you. It needs to be the WWE title. I'm just trying to like. <laughs> Because I think that WWE wants to pull the trigger on LA Knight. And the only way you pull the trigger on LA Knight is if he, excuse me, if he wins the world title. Yes, but which is why I feel it's more likely he, he wins the world heavyweight championship at Mania, which is what yeah. I'm thinking. But, like, anyway, yeah, it's it's obvious how like much trust they put into him now. Um, yeah. they've, they've kind of put him through the ringer a little bit the last couple of months. You know, it, Miz is, to... is obviously no slouch on the mic. You like yeah. put, putting him into a, a, a program with the Miz on the mic, having Miz point out those things that are, like there are, that are criticism of him by like the by like fans and stuff. I think is a big thing too. I think they've Very given him a lot, a lot of time to 
flesh out his not flesh out the character, but like give a little more depth to the character. Um, that he, he is this guy who's been trying to get an opportunity for almost twenty years, that sort yeah. of thing, which is good. Um, what, what they do next to them is going to be interesting. I, I I think the the LA Knight Paul Heyman stuff is just like small seeds being planted. I at least up up until past some uh, Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what he does until then. Uh, maybe Grayson Waller potentially. We did see that feud down at NXT like a year plus ago. They did, they have they had a pretty solid last man standing match. I think it was the beginning of 2022. Um, so th- you can do Waller. There isn't. A t- I mean, you can maybe do Bobby, but I don't think you want Bobby losing at, at this point. Um, I was going to that, say one, that's another one, two one, impact guys. LA as well. versus Gunter, but then you know you can't have another superstar move to Raw. Yeah, no. Lose I mean, maybe whoever that. gets moved over to because we we, didn't, we haven't talked about the uh, the potential trade that's going to be happening. Um, it's going to be Cody, right? Like I feel like we're both in a agree. It, it just so, makes the most sense. Because it's Cody's gonna be flou- one of three not people. Floundering, but like, go on, go on, go, go, to me, go, go, go. To me, it's one of one of three people. It's Cody, Sammy, or Kevin, because yeah. th- they painted as someone that the locker room would be upset about losing. And those are the only three guys I could think of. And I don't, I don't see them splitting up Sammy and Kevin. That's my thing. Yeah, they are. I think, I think there is a potential that we could see Sammy Kevin at Mania this year. That's that's my that's where I think it's going. Because really, really Jay do. is now involved, and I think the Jay stuff with Sammy and Kevin is really going to heat up. Like I think it's going to become very, very good very soon. I agree. No, um, I completely agree. But like, if it's not those three, they don't know that people would care about as much. Like the the kayfabe, who the the locker room would care about leaving, because those are your main me. guys. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll that, see. That, that, unless, we'll see. Unless Seth <laughs> loses the title, and they move Seth over. But and then, you do Seth Roman again. But then they like keeping married couples together now, don't they? They do. Yeah, they do. I mean, I mean, oh. even even when it goes to like Ricochet and Samantha Irvin, you know. Yeah, it's like they move Samantha Irvin over to Raw. Yeah. So it just makes sense for it to be Cody, in my opinion. Like that's where I look at it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what else? Um, the the new Bobby Street Profits team money just yeah. How I, good I, is. I think they're going to split the titles, those tag titles soon, and then they're going to just strap them to Tez and, and Dawkins. Because uh, they're not heels at the moment. I, I just have an edge to They, they like turned that. heel. They turned heel on Friday because they attacked the LWO. But, you know, respectfully to the LWO. They're baby faces, you know? <laughs> they are, but like, if we're talking about, like, let, let's go back to a Money in the Bank. When we talk about the people who got the least amount of reaction on both was, shows. It was it was uh, it was the LWO. Was Zelina didn't, didn't get a reaction? Well, just them in, in general, like Santos got like you know how the money in the bank match, yeah, everyone yeah. got a reaction apart from Santos. Like you yeah, know, Logan fair. got hate, <laughs> Priest got hate, LA Knight was obviously ridiculously oh, yeah. loud. We we all wanted LA Knight to win. I wish he would have won. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean. We were both in the camp of Priest winning, so we're not disappointed. Oh, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's still, I think, at the time, I understand not doing it, because I, I think they were still unsure about the pop. They were how much staying power LA and I had. Is, is, is it just a fad, or is it, you know, a legit thing? And it's yeah. legit. It legitimately is. Like, Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think 
if you look back at, at, at any of his history, I think you could have been able to tell that it wasn't a fad. But like, I get it. I get it. You know, you they, they can't take huge risks like that. Um, yeah. So I, I understand it, and it, and it wasn't like they gave it to Logan Paul or something. You know. Yeah. So, um, the the only the other big thing, or the the big thing, I guess, if you're if you're including Roman in, is the bloodline stuff. Yeah. Um, th- there's a lot of loose ends and a lot of different people involved in this story right now. Um, John Cena's loosely involved in it with Jimmy and Solo coming out. There's rumors that uh, Solo Cena might be a future Rumble or Mania match. If that happens, it needs to be a last man standing match as well. And it needs to be at Mania. Like, be I, want it, I want it to be at Rumble for your sake. I want it to be at the Rumble for your sake. So you can watch well, that and love it. I, I think there's an argument for it being at the Rumble because that's where Umaga and John Cena had their last man standing. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. That's a good point. So so that would be, that would be good. Those people are involved. I think AJ is the next contender for, for Roman. Um, at Probably at Crown Jewel is my guess. Um, they haven't fully announced Crown Jewel yet, but it's like the Saudi Arabia show in early November. That it, it's it was all but spelled out at this point. Um, I do like they're they're trying to put AJ back into that main event scene. I don't love that he got pinned by Finn um, yeah. because of a Jimmy dis- distraction, but I, you also can't really pin Finn at the moment because he's a, a tag champ. But you know, I guess it kind of protects them with the Jimmy stuff, but it's a little weird. My guess is Cena and AJ have a match against Solo and Jimmy at Fastlane. That was a the, the dark match after it went off air. It was Solo and, and Jimmy versus uh, AJ and, and Cena after the show went off air. Obviously, mm-hmm. Cena, and, Cena and AJ won that, and they'll likely, if that is a match to do at Fastlane, they likely will win that. Yeah. So we'll see on that. The Bloodline story as a whole is 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 on a cooldown at the moment. Yeah. I I'm I I'm guessing whenever Roman comes back it'll probably heat back up because as much as I, I mo- bitch and moan about about Roman, he's he, he's undeniable and he, he just adds so much more legit legitimacy when he's in person, you know? Yeah. So he'll it'll probably look a lot better once Roman gets there. But I agree. I, I, I don't like what they're doing with Jim, I, I heal Jimmy. I I'm enjoying, but I don't like. I don't. I don't really care for his. Like, why is he going back to the, the bloodline? You're the one that kicked Roman. That makes no sense. I mean, we talked about this during our SummerSlam, our SummerSlam, uh, like watch along when, when we were watching to it together. Like, there's no reason for him to for him to turn still. I think you could have done the Jay Solo stuff without sorry the Jay the Jay going solo stuff going to yeah. Raw. Without Jimmy turning on him, honestly, I agree with you. You could have just had Jimmy be like off TV for a long time, really. No, no, I, I, I really agree with you there. I think, think, I think it would have just made more sense for Jimmy to be off TV. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he could have tried coming back, and then he, he could have been hobbled, and then Solo and Roman like absolutely murder him, and. And that distracts Jay to a point where where Roman spears him and and pins him. That's probably what should have happened. I agree. Um, but you know, we're, we're past that at this point. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, have Jay in the same like he isn't the bloodline story anymore. Like like I said, mm-hmm. so I, I have him as his own person. This like the Jimmy stuff is weird. I I think they they are playing some seeds of Solo doing stuff like go like going rogue a little bit. 
Yeah. Uh, and Paul's great as always. So we'll see what happens on it. But right now, it's definitely not the bloodline that are the, the head of that of that show. It's LA Knight and it's John Cena. It, it, it's, it's in a holding pattern while Roman's taking a break. Essentially, yeah. what it is. Yeah. The bloodline stuff. Uh, and then one last thing before we move on to NXT. We are going to have Oscar versus EO next week. I'm very excited. I'm cautiously optimistic because I I just I don't like TV matches like that. You know, it just especially for a match like that that I've been wanting to see for so yeah. long. I hope it opens because that for matches, I hope they open because they they get the most amount of time when they open, in my opinion. Yeah. Whenever I agree. whenever whenever it main events, you have a like two commercial breaks, like very quickly. Yeah. So I think it should it should open the show. Obviously, EO's gonna retain, but yeah. is, is Charlotte gonna get involved? Is, is Bailey gonna DQ it? Like, is this gonna be a DQ? I just want I want them to have a full match where they're they're not going like they're they're half assed they're not half assed but like not doing it to the full extent that I know they can. You know? Yeah, completely agree. And I at the moment they haven't done much for EO as champion. Um, I just hope she doesn't lose the Charlotte because. Oh man, she loses the Charlotte. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a dark day on the IWC. There's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of there's gonna be a lot of anger if EO loses it to Charlotte. <laughs> I'll just this oh, quickly, I agree you know? with that. So yeah, um, overall, I think both shows are in good spots. I think really good moment, spots. I think at the moment, and we'll, 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 again, we'll talk about NXT right now. SmackDown's probably my least favorite of the three. I agree. And we've talked about it before as we move into NXT. I think NXT might be the best weekly wrestling show, period, going at the moment. Absolutely. Including AEW and everything. If you include everything, you know, yeah. It's the yeah, most consistent. It has the best. Well, to me, it has the best wrestling, honestly, even more so than dy- like a Dynamite because Dynamite can get repetitive at certain points because you're constantly having, like, dream matches, essentially. Every yeah. week, it kind of it's kind of like law of diminishing returns on that. There's a lot like, of really good stuff here. going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff. We'll talk about the biggest thing that happened: Becky winning the NXT title, be- becoming the last of the four horsewomen to become a Grand Slam champion. Um, there was a lot of like negative reaction to Becky beating Tiffany, which like, like, why are we acting like she? This was like Goldberg fiend. You know, like it, it was nothing like that. She did not squash Tiffany. If you watch that match, it was a great match. It was the opposite of that. Tiffany hit a swanton that was like the most, like the most, the best swanton I've ever seen. I don't remember. Was she a gymnast? Was that what she was? Uh, like brought in from? Was she being a gymnast? Because she has like crazy, like she's able to get so like perfectly straight and everything on her swanton, the the moonsault and everything. Yeah. Um. She might just win it back at uh, No Mercy, which are, which is the end of this month, or I believe it's the end of this month. End of this month, yeah, 30th of September. So maybe they rematch there. I don't know how long Becky holds it for, but what, are your, what's your, what was your reaction to Becky winning it? And what do you think they're going to be doing with her moving big forward? Big time backs. That's all mm-hmm. I'm going to say. Big time backs. She is, no disrespect to any of the, any of the other women on in, in, in the world. You know how, how highly I think of Rhea. Becky is the best women's wrestler alive. She is the she biggest be the best women's wrestler. wrestler of all time. 
I think she is. Yeah. She's the biggest women's wrestler, like, at the moment. She's probably going to be the biggest women's wrestler of all time as well by the time she's done. Yeah. Becky is just unreal, man. Like, legitimately. Like, you cannot say enough about Becky Lynch. Like, she is just 100%. that good. That match was great. I'm not being funny, right? Mm-hmm. If we're talking, like, making them really feel like a sport, which they want to, and, you know, they've been trying to do forever, and would it make any sense in the world for Tiffany Stratton to beat Becky Lynch? No. No. And, and it, again, it wasn't like Becky... It, it wasn't like Becky versus Bianca in SummerSlam 2021. No. You know, like, she didn't Wait. squash her. Which, if you let the story play out, it actually... You know, it worked really well for the story. It did. I don't think that was that was the other uh, meaning. Of no, it, it wasn't. When it did that. <laughs> if it was a Triple H led story, it would have made a lot more sense. That yeah. happening. Um, but yeah, I agree with you there. Um, it was a byproduct that the story turned out really good. Yes. However, this was a great match. Both women were awesome. Tiff, I think her naivety played a part in it. Yeah. In her losing, which is what should happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point. So I have no qualms about it. I was I was really excited to see that Becky won. Actually, really excited. I kind of went with thinking that she was going to. Honestly, um, I had a feeling she would uh, because okay. it just felt it just felt odd to just have Tiffany's beat her and then Becky just go, goes back to Raw. Um, yeah, let's let the story play out before we we bitch about it. You know, people. And at, um, at the end of the day, she's not going to face Rhea in October. No. You have to keep her away from Rhea for a while. Yep. What better way to have Becky Lynch or just have WWE promote the gals in NXT than sending Becky Lynch down there and having to put on bangers with all these young women who are incredible, right? Because we talk yeah. we talk about the NXT women scene a lot in the text. They're getting the folk they're getting a spotlight on them now. And that's a great yeah. thing. Yeah, let's get a Roxanne Becky match. Let's get uh, Kiana James. Let's get uh, Lyra Valkyria, who I didn't know was Irish until recently. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. she was. She's also Irish. I, I'm like, huh, I, I, that's weird that they're so friendly in the NXT, like when they did the backstage thing with her and Becky. Yeah. But I didn't realize she was Irish. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, there, there's like, there's just, like so many other like. Uh, like a, a Blair Davenport, that one would be a lot of fun. Oh. Blair, Blair and and Becky. Um, so there's a lot of options you can do. I doubt she keeps it for that much longer. I honestly have her versus Tiff be on on the, the fasting card. You know, I would have. I'd have Becky hold it to like Survivor Series. Yeah, like ish, just because it gives Becky something to do for the next couple of months. And yeah. I don't think it makes the girls that you've mentioned, the women who are incredible, right? I don't think it makes them any worse if they lose to Becky Lynch in a hard-fought match. I think it just makes her look better. And then you have eventually, and I think we both, I think Piff will be a, 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 she'll get the title back off her. Um, And I think that's great for Tiff. I think it's great exposure. I think Mm -hmm. when we look at the the numbers for NXT, NXT is the third biggest show this week. Mm-hmm. In wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the overlap when when it passed the, the 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 last like hour of it, there's over a million people watching. It's wild. That's crazy. 
So yeah, I I don't I don't see it as a negative at all. I just it'll just it'll just heighten the, the division. Let's talk about the um the men's title. Um Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes except for no mercy, part two, except for no mercy. Their last match, one of my favorite matches of the year. Uh, I think I have it top five at the moment. Ilya Dragunov is just Do you an pull artist. the trigger on Ilya? No, I think this is Ilya's last match in NXT. That, that's fair. Yeah, that, that's what I'm going to ask you. Do you I think the there's main, or do you have him win the NXT title? I think there's a lot more mileage with the trick and the trick and mellow. Uh, I agree. Than you're doing, so I think Trick uh, ends up beating him for at this point. Oh, yeah, I think Trick ends up maybe not until like stand and deliver or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Trick ends up taking it off of him. Okay. So yeah, I I had Ilya in there for a while, but I think at this point Ilya and Braun are both main roster bound very soon. Um, I can't wait for the match itself, but yeah, I, I think Melo retains because the story is that he thinks he can't beat uh, yeah. Ilya, but like Trick does think he can beat Ilya. That's the story they're going with right now. Yes, and uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be a big win for Melo for for this reign. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um, and then very interestingly, Wesley, there's I don't know if this is a storyline they're going with or if maybe he's getting called up soon at a certain point. I think it might be more storyline than anything. But I mean, there isn't much left for him to really do in NXT, no. for being honest. He's done he's done pretty much everything except win that title, and I don't see him taking it off of off of Mello. No, um, so I, I wouldn't be opposed. I mean, I don't want to I, I don't want to make this like Say this because it's it's like like oh, put the black person in the black group. But I think Wesley with with Bobby and and the Street Profits makes a lot a lot of sense, even well, more so than like a mellow yeah. or like a J. Like I know people are like say oh this black person needs to go with the black group. But I think Wes makes a lot of sense because I think he needs a group to like get over initially. Yeah, because like, yeah, like with the main roster crowd, um, so we'll see with that. I'm trying to think what else. Um, it sounds like AOP is going to be back very soon in NXT. Interesting. Um, which I like it. I, I want to see them versus the Creeds very badly. Um, that well, match would be, be crazy. Yeah. Um, the D'Angelo family holds the, t- the tag title right now. Um, also, the other title with the North American title with Dom. I think Ali's beating him at No Mercy because it. it it sounds like that her, him and Rhea aren't scheduled for any more NXT appearances after that right now. So we'll see with that. Um, and it makes just, sense as well. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, it just, everything just flows very well. They're, they're introducing new people all the time, which works. And they're getting, they're developing all, all these other people like the, with a dragon and the heritage cup stuff. It's like a little mini G one that, which is really, yep. which is a lot of fun with, Pete Dunn being there and Pete Dunn Tyra Bate is happening this Tuesday. Very excited for that match. Um uh, Noam Dar is is he's a, a good person to have that title um or that mm-hmm. good trophy. I don't know who's gonna win it, honestly. Who's gonna win the the tournament? I I I have like either I think it's gonna be either Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, or Nathan Frazier. I think it'll be one of yeah. those three people. Um, no one else really makes a ton of sense. I mean, no one else really has any story with it, so I don't think he loses it because he just won it back, uh, Noam Dar. But we'll see yeah. that. But it, it's just the most consistent show going right now. The best wrestling mixed with some good comedy, mixed with just good storytelling. Like they made us care about Von Wagner. How did that happen? Yeah. 
wild, isn't it? Yeah. But any any other last thing do you want to mention about any uh, any on NXT? Um, no, I I just agree with you. That I think consistently, I think it's the best programming on WWE. Really, I really, really do. Great, great, great. And I think yeah. it it. Do you have Ily? My thing is, I would have Ilya be if he's going to go up to Maine. He's Gunther's next opponent. He's not going to beat Gunther, but then how we've always talked about him joining Imperium. I think that's yeah. how we see Ilya join Imperium. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can see that. And if it's not Gable, then I think Ilya's the, the main guy who who would beat him for it uh, yeah. at a certain point. So, yeah, there there's uh, hopefully they're able to book them the same way that they're being booked in NXT. So yeah. hopefully it keeps continuing that way. Agree. Um, agree completely, man. I think outside of that, that's all we have for, for today that we'll probably, we'll probably be doing these more consistently as it gets yes, closer to the end of the year. I am doing my list, my top matches of the year. I need, I need to go through a lot of them. Cause I have like new Japan stuff. I haven't watched impact stuff, mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff I haven't watched yet. So I'm, I'm doing that. And we'll have that ready for the end of the year. But outside of that, I think we're, we're good we're good to go yeah thank you so much for listening guys please make sure to like share subscribe wherever you find this podcast might have a great platform you have it on um thank you to merge as always you know we have a great time talking wrestling we always do we always do of course Um, of course and yeah you know take care of yourselves guys wash your legs and make sure you your styles continue to clash take care peace (laughs) peace